Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? Am I everything? I'm still lost. I me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Yo, yo, yo. It's MI Radio. And we are back. We're back. Special guests this time. Special guests. Miami legend. Legend. South Beach. Club Nightlife. We have he had, some? he had the best after hours club in South Beach. You remember that? Oh, cool. wait, bro. <laughs> we're going to talk about all Dang, that. We're, we're getting we there. Someone that was, we always talk about Mansion and the Opium Group and our time there but we never had someone that surpasses our yeah tenure there i guess you call it <laughs> yeah we have a, a legend in the building right now the the one and only richie okay i don't want to say his last name wrong in yeah, the building, there's an N after that. There's an E after that. And All right, bro. That's, why, that's why I took a little <laughs> I like pause. He's like, I, didn't even say <laughs> I was hoping someone was going to help me well, out. Like, Rich. Wait, are you related to Mikey? No. Uh, they have the same DJ, last name. Yeah. No, it's what's funny. I, I do work with Berenice, Rouge, right? And he played at La Rouge. And, yeah. I, and I was like, and it was like, oh, was like you're because you're like, no, that's not my last name. You guys have the same hairstyle, too. Really? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait hold on. Is it the same last name? Yeah. Right? No, 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 it's Bar- Baronette Ch- Oh, Baronette. there's no A at the end. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, there's no A or something. Right. Yeah. Ah. Same shit, though. Right. One of his ancestors took the A out. <laughs> Somebody chomped it up. 23 and me. But yeah, Richie's in the building. Night, Shout night out to OG. Richie. What's up, bro? How it you been? Good. It's been good, man. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. I know. Time. We, I, 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 I'm, I'm not even sure what you're up to nowadays. That's why we kind of want to get you on. Well, first we wanted to get how you ended up where you are now. And kind of the, your history of how you started in nightlife and with the opium group i don't know if you did something before the opium group well, mm-hmm. obviously oh, yeah. you did but yeah like kind of how you got there where do we begin yeah That's where the does question. the timeline begin so you know when i was a like a, a toddler <laughs> uh, no around high school you know just kind of like i'm sure like i know paul was started like in high school uh you know in in, in hialeah my lakes people were partying there was raves going on when you were a right. sophomore so promoters were a normal thing i never really wanted to be a promoter but all my friends were djs and promoters so i just hang out with them and i got kind of like locked into that and then one day they're like hey want to bring some people you'll, you'll get paid and about a lot of people not even trying is this 18 plus or this all ages like, or? i was 18 at this point because it was like my senior year so yeah 18 is when i started and then by the time we were 21 me and my friends had our own like promotional team it was called was Mystic name? Realms. It was Mystic wack. Realms? Mystic Realms with Alex Miranda. That He's not the actual DJ Alex Miranda that people might think about. But he was a DJ too. But he it, it was just it was just two Alex Miranda. He had the same name, yeah. They had the same names. And, you know, we, we just made it. Made it made, you know, back then there was like, I don't know if you guys remember, Trip Tonight. There was House of Style. They, they weren't. I wasn't, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't here. They you weren't were, outside. You guys were not around. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't yes. living here. And then they wasn't, yeah, I wasn't born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like when I was in eighth grade. Like wow. seventh, eighth grade. Trip yeah. Tonight was like huge. Yeah, Trip like, Tonight. Like, 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 T2N. T2N. What was that? Trip Tonight was They were like, they were just a promotional group. He would run really cool parties and he knew all the, all the, High school kids that brought people. So, and where in Miami Lakes would you have parties? No, it wasn't even in Miami Lakes. It was like, we would take over clubs in South Beach. Yeah. Back then, oh. back then clubs were eighteen and over That's in South right. Beach. Mm-hmm. Like when I turned, you could even the day I turned some were even all ages. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, the day I turned twenty one is the, the day that South Beach turned twenty one. So I, I never had to like stop going to parties. Nice. Damn. Yeah. So you were doing parties in high school with your friends, and then yeah. just kind yeah. of snowball into. A and then I, I I I wasn't a promoter. I just I, I was a computer programmer. And I would like learn how to do little hacked, hacked ways of hacking people's emails and on, wow. on AOL back then. And I would just always be part of this like digital marketing before I even knew what digital marketing was. So. Wait, but how did you hack emails? I, I mean, I mean, we're not trying to get you know. <laughs> I mean, like back then, Allegedly. back then it was a th- these things called bots, and there was like a little program you would learn how to make a program 
that would go on AOL and AOL you had chat rooms like Miami chat room one right. and it would literally go through everybody and get the screen wow. name and your your email was the screen name at AOL.com yeah. so we just make an email that would just send it to all these people so I would like throw like you would like, fish was well, it we, like we a, just send like a like a big spam you know well that's true because your your right, screen was no name rules. was just yeah, at, at, at AO.com, yeah. So, boom, that was, that wow. was your email. Well, who came up with that? Because that's like... That's pretty smart. I mean, I guess people had done it already. I just... I, 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 I probably started using it for clubs first. Damn. I've done that. I've done that for, for random DJs. Like, hey, let me... Like, on a blast, DJ, whatever. Yeah, you know. or you can find, like, people's emails through, like, LinkedIn. I mean, I'm still stuff. doing that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Right, right now, I have a way of test. Of, if you have an... Inst- I, I can get all the followers of your Instagram or everyone that's liked your account and get the emails, those people. We need like to talk after the show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that, but I don't know. If hey, it was super part two, part two of the episodes on my Patreon. <laughs> but back then, like people didn't even have the knowledge to even know, like, oh, I could just get all these people's emails to send them a blast. I, know, I just saw, I see patterns, man. So I saw, hey, I could just do this and do it automatically twenty times over for if I just do a little bit of code, and wow. it, made, it made sense to me, you know. Right. And then after that, I, I did engineering for well, my dad. He was an engineer, so he got me a job at a firm. And by the time. I, I still was like, I had one foot in the door. My friends would throw parties. Hey, you want, you want a DJ? I would DJ a little bit. Kind of like what you guys, like how you DJ now, but like I wasn't the, like, the kind of DJ that I am now that I'm right. like more underground and all that shit. But, um, you know, it was like, I was, I still wanted to throw parties. And finally, like, uh, I had an opportunity to, to like do a spring break month with my friend Ray, Ray Perez. And we did like a whole month of like events, spring break. And this was like, this is 2002. And again, in the hacking sense, I hacked a bunch of college emails. So I sent a <laughs> big spam to a bunch of, bunch of college schools saying that we had a, p- a package here to, to, to buy like for a whole week long of parties in Miami. And it was like literally all of 6th and 7th Street. Remember mm-hmm. how, how yeah, hood yeah. it was? Honey then. and all those clubs. Right then it wasn't really it was hood. It was just like touristy, you know? Yeah. No, I remember there used to be like Lambos and shit parked on that street. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And man, we, we killed it. Every day it was like, thousand people were trying to go into these parties so like i was like man what am i doing my job <laughs> so i was like right. i started doing parties and and i worked my way through like other companies and finally i i, I had a job I, I i hired like a an ad on on the paper for for a marketing director for a for a nightclub and then i called and it was this french guy and it was you guys probably know gerald from yeah him. it was him he answered it he's like okay come come meet i went there ready to show off to them knowing that i was gonna like blow their minds because back then they had like a, a website that was like, there's a thing called Alexa.com and it tells you how many followers or how many visitors, uh, no, how, what your rank is as far as like traffic right. in the world. Like everyone's on there. So like they were like 9 million. And at that time I had a party every Wednesday in, in, in Matt at, at Rendezvous in, in Mambi Lakes. You remember that place? Oh yeah. I remember that. Was there, there a phone it, party there once? Well, yeah, it was, <laughs> was kind of that vibe, but it was like, a, it was like every Wednesday we just think of backyard Wednesdays. I made a website. This is back when MySpace days. So back then you could get a photo and like, you can get a photo and tag your friends. So I integrated to the website Wow! and people would tag their friends and like, man, the, the page would go crazy. We had 800 people every single Wednesday at this wow. party. It was awesome. And, and I went to the meeting and they're like, so what have you done? They, they you know, very, very French attitude. Like they, they, they don't they're even like need it. Writing you off. Why they even give me the time of the day? Like, like this yeah. little punky kid looking at I'm a chunky guy. And I'm like, I'm like, look, this is your website. You're nine million. It's not bad. You know, how many how much people do you guys get on your thing? Get thousands of people every day to the club. All right. Well, look, I do a party in Miami Lakes once a week. 800 people come. I'm 56,000. They were just like, all right, can you start Monday? Like that. Wow. Another job. That's it. And that, that's how Opium started. And after that, just worked my Are you like a first person to like utilize technology like that? No, in man, I'm not an no, ancient guy. No, I, I not just, like <laughs> Not like we're the first person then, to send the email. Back right. then, <laughs> back then people didn't in parties. I, like, I, like, I, I learned through marketing. I went to you know I worked for a tracker direct as a marketing director, so I, I learned real hardcore marketing. Not that I went to school, but I lied my way through to my first resume. But that's what I'm saying. Like you went to Opium and they were like, "Oh yeah, we get all these visitors," but they didn't even know at the time. They don't know what they were doing. You know, yeah. they, they had really good content. They had great events. I mean, they were they were the biggest club in the uh, the conglomerate in the east at the time. And they just didn't know how to capture it and make it better. And like, that's when it was like, you know, that's when they, you know, if you look at it, they, they, they kind of took off at that point, you know, like yeah. not just because of me, but we had a really badass team. Like we brought in like, you remember Carlos, we yeah. brought in the best talent buyer in the world. Like it was, it was a amazing time for me to be there, you know? Yeah. I remember it was like super organized and like very thorough at one point. 
like you could go on and get all the flyers the calendar like it was like a little hub for everyone I built that all was, that stuff. yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Little I, I was because i remember every week we was like let me refresh you my name's on the flyer <laughs> <laughs> but that was dope because you didn't have to hit up nobody you yeah. just like yeah. every week everything was there Smooth, you know like oh you see every dj booked like it, back then that was like yeah, wow. we had a really good system at that yeah. point yeah that so, was also like heartbreaking. That's when I knew I got fired when my yeah, name didn't yeah, show yeah. up on the calendar anymore. I'm like, oh shit! Because it was like you got fired like four times, right? <laughs> what? You get fired like, and then you come back after every once in a while. No, I only for errors. He he fired me four weeks in a row. Okay, okay. Like I would show up, he'll tell me to come, and then when I show up, he's like, you're fired, and then but come <laughs> next week, and he did that for four weeks in a row. And oh, after man. I fucking figured it out, I just stopped showing up. Damn. And then he fired me in front of Cass and every other DJ at Opium Group Damn. like a month later. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were all in the booth just fucking hanging out, drinking the comp bottle, <laughs> you know? And then he fucking went off. But like, the, the calendar used to be color-coded, so then you yeah. would check every week, and then yeah. like all of a sudden you just weren't there. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I had like a good three-year, like most amazing week of checking my calendar where it was like my name was on every yeah. fucking thing You're shout out to lie. richie by the way yeah <laughs> oh yeah then i mean eventually oh, we'll get into that but you you kind of got into the role of bookings right not that i got into the role of bookings i was just kind of like involved think, with the parties yeah i, I think mean, he, him and carlos because they're they're their cubicle i guess was like right next to each other so they became such close friends that he had a really big influence yeah. at some uh, for some from, of the events for for he did another people. market, you know. He yeah. came from he yeah. came from from Montreal, so he came here. He was just like he wanted to bring like the most crazy hardcore techno. I was like, yes, I can't wait. But he was thinking like ten years ahead, you know. So I was like, ah, oh, we gotta we gotta relax. We gotta slow down. Maybe let's let's go after these guys called Avicii and Afrojack. They're gonna be big soon. Damn. And what then, year was that that you that you were like two thousand five? So you got hired in two thousand five. Two thousand five got hired, and then by two thousand six, I was like helping them with bookings, like just kind of like being the the. The, the, the bird in the ear you and, know and that was like almost i mean i guess i would say like it was starting to be the height of south beach and open group right Ooh, like yeah. the peak yeah peak, peak. Were, it peaked around 2010 yeah yeah i was gonna say peak peak was late 2000s so like yeah 89 right like, yeah they, they, they had a thing then live came in and then live was a competitor and then then they did the 360 oh shoot you know brand mm-hmm. new you know they had another like year of hype after that then like then you know like anything people don't <laughs> have the same vision they started you know like in the club scene, you have to like be always looking like to change and change and uh, and adjust. And I and you know I, I let them know. I mean, look at Winwood. Like at that time, remember Winwood was coming up, lying on the block at Wood. And yeah. Like man, they're going for two dollar out, two dollar yeah. drinks. They don't want to go to this, so the local scene is gonna be dead. And now South Beach doesn't really have a local scene. I mean, I'm sure they still go out there, but you guys right. don't work out there, right? I, no. I, I remember hearing you guys don't have much out there. No, it's more here, right? No, I mean, there's to me the local scene in South Beach is like if you go have a drink. I don't know. Like locals don't go to bodega or like you know, like any right. venue, no at all. Right, like yeah. restaurant shit, you know. That's it. Like if that or faena, like an event, you know. Like so that's the thing about that. That, that it's good, but you're now you're seasonal. Yeah, you're you're not taking care of locals. I remember hearing towards the end they were saying like, oh, why don't we do like someone would bring up like, oh, you just do open bar at mansion like twenty bucks. 20 oh, bucks. that's when it was. And man, that, I felt so bad when that yeah. happened. I was like, man, it was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it used to be so amazing, you know. I, had, I, had a lot of I mean, they tried to do they tried to do that once. If I remember, they tried to do like a icon. No, before that, there was oh something. the Rondi. It was like some some, some, with some a, like concept. Yeah, it was like uh, like senior frogs kind of. Hmm? I, it wasn't it was, icon. it was mansion then icon and then, and then that, something that, that thing, or yeah. whatever it was yeah, yeah it was, it was live whatever i mean it was, it was something like something like that yeah, yeah. And they were like doing cabana, 40 dollar open co- bar Cobra cabana that's what they try like to call that, it, man. it was, that's that's when i was like oh, when man. i saw it i was like damn and then i mean it's still open the venues no well it was open recently really for an event yeah because they had like a special event it was like a pride thing i think last year for pride Oh, they had something going on because one of my boys posted it and i was like yo are you a mansion and he's like i don't know where i'm at it's his club he's younger he's obviously never went yeah he's like i think and then like he sent me pictures he's like yeah he's like i'm here working this event whatever and i was like dude you're a mansion like and it looked the same also? no i just like he like from what he saw like it was dark you know so like i could see the by where the stage like where the screens were kind of yeah, like yeah. you could see i don't know if there were screens but you could see that like the wall the build out yeah build out right damn but we, yeah. we, we had great times there. Yeah. 
I mean, but, opium for a while was it was it was awesome. I mean, it was Tuesday Louis, Wednesday Mansion, Thursday going to set, Friday Mansion, Saturday <laughs> Mansion. What, what do you think? You think it, just <laughs> it never ended? It wasn't sustainable to like how they were operating uh, or how, how? What do you think? I mean, was, there was a lot of problems internally. When like, was the they, turn? They weren't agreeing yeah. on a lot of things. Like, like the vision was changing. I mean, you guys remember when I tried doing Control Thursdays? Yeah. So yeah. Eric Milan, he he was a he's, he's always been a fan of like. He's, he's he's very like aware of where music is going and he's, he's into the music you know so you it makes know. a difference you know like that's why i always liked him and he was like let's do this underground thing i'm like it's gonna be big it's gonna be huge and like I mean, mind you like the people that we were booking then are like the guys that are headlining everything now you know right like it, this was like an underground thing at the time but it was to, to to expose the music be ahead of it and like you know create a scene the first year was okay we had a couple big events that were okay we had i mean what we did we did a maceo plex it was like yeah it was 10 years ago right and it was kidder. It was like a like the first hundred k underground show ever, you know. And after that, it was like, then like the competition started, and we needed them to be like, hey, back us up. Let's 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 right. let's, let's get these these guys in a contract for a year, you know. And they did, it. and then that's when the underground story came, and we lost it to them, you know. I feel like, especially with the local DJs, they never like, and then even with people trying to do events and like concepts or whatever, they never like for whatever reason like really championed or backed like they could have made especially well i mean i guess accident uh by default some djs did get big off that venue those venues but like they could have like blown their residents up 100 percent. i mean like right now I, I i work with i do marketing directing for uh for uh, la rouge so la rouge when they first opened up, they wanted to go after every big DJ and be a competitor with space. And I'm like, man, that's an uphill battle. Yeah. You know, like, why don't you, like, right now the scene is, like, all about the locals. There's a real culture now about DJs being good and having friends and everyone supports them. Beat that club. No, no, they went after the, the DJs and, you know, they had good nights with the DJ, but it was you were living and dying with that DJ. Exactly. Now they're, now they're putting in these guys and, like, now they're probably going to do a podcast. And, you know, we're going to, like, support them because these guys have become our biggest promoters. And they're like playing good music. Like I mean, right. I hold them. I hold them down to any other DJ. Like it's like, Miami's DJs. Like you have to like, you know, you got to put in work. You know, like it's like everybody here is good. Mm. You know, so you have to be exceptional to be like a to, to to make it somewhere. You know, so you know now I think the move is that back then I wanted to. That's why I, I saw guys like him back then, Christian Falero. I believe in these guys. I'm like, hey man, let's get these guys. They're making great music. They're, they're your edits right like back then were incredible. So I knew you had you, you were in a position to represent Miami in a, in a good way, and I, that's what I wanted to do. I yeah, to have the guys that represent Miami in our clubs, not just like, you know, the world class DJ, which is good to have it. You know, you want it, that that's a show, but you yeah. gotta have the local guys represent it too. Yeah, because then it, it was dope because you have the local guys that like will ride or die for you, and then exactly. they grow with yeah. the the venues. They learn the venues, but they like learn I, the crowd. It, yeah, and then like, I, but I always thought that it was like, yeah, like that's cute, like you guys are here, but like they didn't really care. They about They were like trying was. to keep. I mean, it was like I, a check. It was like a. I mean, yeah, I, I, exactly. It was like a classic, not a classic thing, but it was just like a, yeah, like you're in a, like. You're just another busser, and I. They 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 like didn't you, want to like, get your heads up. They didn't want you guys thinking, oh man, I I bought four like like when the guys that was bringing the four the, the the clients with four tables that are spending twenty thousand yeah. dollars, that's the DJ that got promoted. Think about it, right? Like, that's why Sir Jake and all these guys were like promoted because they had these ballers that were behind them. Now look at the level they got just because they had a little support. Look at the level they got to, you know. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like for them, it was like you're, if you're not making us money, I'm not gonna pay you more money. So like, oh no, I'm gonna hire someone else. You're replaceable. So now you're you ask for a raise, you're gonna be happy when they give you two hundred bucks. Yeah, you know that's that's they positioned them that, so that way, and that's just kind of like. Yeah, I mean the way that's what they we, did, you know? we and we've talked about it here. Like I think that that as a DJ as an artist, you you always have to kind of you play the game. You know, there was a time and a place where we valued we used that position more as a springboard than the money we were getting and the spotlight we were getting, and you know we eventually grew from it. But a lot of DJs kind of like they feel like oh man, like they weren't putting me on, but then looking back you realize well you know it's a big machine and yeah they should have but it's kind of how you like utilize that for yourself but but i i always felt like with them it was even worse yeah like it was even worse like, it was like some weird but, but out, yeah out, like, out, of, out of other other club groups because you guys have worked with everybody which mm -hmm. one was the most supportive of the lo of the local djs i mean I've been with Wood Tavern for almost 10 oh, years. I, I feel you know? like the more like, local establishment establishments are always going to be more supportive because it's like they like they well first they only have one spot usually right. so they're like it's like their baby right, and right. then they really care about the dj and the music and how because they care about everything that goes on 
when it was open group, it was like there's so much going on that you're just like another. But the pause. format and and that's the, thing, the format of the venues have changed too. Oh, you know? so it, it also like, depends because when I was before, before even Brian started working for Opium, um, I was there for like two years with him, and they were treating me great because I was his guy. Right. Once he like started doing his own thing and like kind of pushing away from there, that's when like I was like the nobody there anymore. But that's why I, it was funny because I like, remember like just depends who you have at that at that table that you were with depends right. who you made friends with and but once the, like, carlos left everyone started leaving najib yeah, was, kind of was there's like a handful of guys that were like oh like okay you guys kind of understand like where we're coming from and then there was like the whole conglomerate side mm-hmm. of it where it's like yeah these yeah. guys don't give a fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it was a business you know we, yeah we were there in a position like we, we, went, we wanted to put all our passion to make this like the coolest thing and you know like one of when carlos was here like, it was all hip-hop and like we just hated the hip-hop not that it was like that we hated hip hop. It's that we hated the hip hop culture that I was becoming. It was like mm-hmm. making Miami look bad at the time. And like we, we we were a dance music capital of the world that wasn't playing dance music in any of the clubs. No. So we're like, you know what? Let's dedicate Saturday. That's when we started bringing the, the DJs to Saturdays. And man, when it was like, oh, we weren't, we're going to start making Thursday uh, house music. Oh, we're going to start doing house mm-hmm. music at all the other clubs. And they're like, man, like, we, 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 I mean, the, the WMC's lineups that we did, it's like, you look at the stuff now, like we were killing it back yeah. then. It was like, it was insane. It was like every, like every headliner of Ultra yeah. was, like at our, was at our clubs before they were even known to be headliners, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the headliners were opening for Geta, you know, like like back then and now they're headliners too, you know? like true. Sure. I mean, we had, we had. You guys like had that, Swedish House Mafia there. Sure. Yeah, Mafia yeah. The, that, that, and they played until year, seven in the morning. Like that, that was wow. That was like, wow. You know, with yeah. everybody in the everybody in the booth, I have such crazy videos of us in there. And like the WMCs <laughs> and all that, like those weeks were crazy because there were yeah. so many venues and like you guys had everything going mm-hmm. on at once. Like Louis, I remember walking into Louis, and like it was Afrojack and Little John just like going back to back, yeah. like for fun. Yeah. Like I don't even know who was booked, but it was like that type of vibe. And then you could walk to Mokai, you could walk to like a long walk to like Mansion or whatever. Well, several there, and then oh yeah, 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 but like. That 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 era was super dope, where you could like DJ and then go somewhere and like visit your, your homies and like. I mean, South Beach at the time was so cool, you know. Like there was so much going on. Like there was always like a little something. So you it was a different world. Like I mean, yeah. Like even during the day, like WMC, you know, you go to a Oof, pool party or you, even so walking fun. by Collins, you run into people or like there's always something going on and. Yeah, things change. It's yeah, just how it's natural, I guess you know. Yeah, but I mean, going back to like the venues, it's also like the support. Like you know we back then we were support what what they call now openers closers whatever but now i mean now we're all kind of headlining but we all work on on local stuff so like the venues do kind of champion the djs because it falls back more on the actual vibe of the venue than the exclusivity of being inside of the venue like it used to be so i mean it's shifted was there any like artists that you booked that they were like, bro, what do you like? What or you suggested that they were like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what or how many or, or name them Afrojack. all? Afrojack. They thought Afrojack was was terrible. Like as a DJ or just like a draw? Oh, or... man, they're like, why? They're like, oh, music's terrible. Then it's he's a nobody. I mean, he was a, he was a low cost. It was like two thousand bucks for something about him. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, man, he's gonna be the biggest thing this year. But he didn't have uh, takeover I... control. No, that yeah. was like a little bit after this one. He was legit making car alarm music. Yeah, it was like it was like the car right. alarm song. And how, how are you like finding these people? If... I mean, I was like a DJ myself. And like for me, it was more like I would like hear the music and I would see the productions and what they were doing. And then, you know, back then, you know, the, YouTube was starting. Facebook was 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 around. MySpace was, was around. But like you would find out by like what's what's on the blogs, like what are people getting the track list mm-hmm. and who are the people putting in all the other tracks? So I started seeing these names that are like, man, like they're on everything. And then I would like look at like international flyers and they're right there at the bottom. I'm like, let's get that guy before he goes to the top. And that's exactly, you look at it now, look at look at a flyer from 10 years ago to now and you see that guy at the bottom, he's on, he's on top, it's just natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but back then they, they were like, they wanted the whatever was gonna get them the ticket sales, right? So it was I like, think back then you had more, well, for Opium Group, and they wanted us to, you know, in the end, of it, it's it's a it's a juggling act because it's not just like book the best guy for ticket sales. It's like you have to like take care of the agent. So you're booking the guys that he wants to get in front of you. So he gives you that badass, you know, ticket right. selling artist. So you have to. That's why you have to. You know, we, we made a brand of like our music. We had our own podcast back then. I mean, we had remember the, I had, we created like a what's it called? No sleep to Miami. No sleep to Miami. The podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just a, a, a way of like 
us being like, hey, we're a part of the music. It's not, mm-hmm. we care about the music. This is the new DJs. And like, again, a lot of the times we would feature artists that a few months later, they were at Digital digital Fridays on, at, at uh, Cameo. So it's kind of like, you know, we were trying to like be this media. I was, that's my, that, was, that was my vision. It was just, you know, it was just me when we're not very, not a lot of Ahead of your time, bro. I didn't have all this great, great technology you guys have. You're ahead of your time, bro. <laughs> you guys are doing good. So you're working for Obium, and then when did you kind of start to see like uh, things are changing or like? Maybe? Oh man, I, I I mean, it was uh, with Justin. You guys know Justin Levine. Yeah. Know? And it was just like we were not seeing eye to eye, and then like one day he just told me like like you know something about me being all or nothing or staying in my lane, and I got real mad about that. I did not want to hear that. I'm like I, I'm gonna carve my own lane, man. And I was like, forget what I said. I said something like I I, I said something bad to him, and he's like, just go home. And like two weeks, didn't even tell me I'm fired. Just, just like, just go home. They didn't want to talk to me. I'm fine. Like, yo, am I, am I, am I working there? Am I fired? Or what? Nothing. Like, just come over here. Just, you know, you know, we're gonna terminate your contracts. That's how they fire you. Yeah, they didn't, <laughs> like, not even like, not even to my face saying, hey, you know, you're not good. You just, yeah, like, they're pussies. Wait, I don't bro. like you anymore. <laughs> okay. And then like, you know, years later, like we're cool. Like, you know, not, not, he's not my best friend or anything, but like, yeah. you know, we've seen each other. We've been, we've been cordial. It's, it's bullshit. It's work. You know, like, right. But I was there for ten years. And I put 10 years to my heart in that motherfucker. Yeah, that's what sucks sometimes. They, they didn't uh, say bye, you know, like, but then, but, but later on, Eric Milan hit me up to be partners in, in operations. He got me connected with Louis Puig. So I was able to do, you know, with, with, with Factory. I was working with them with Factory. So, you know, like, there's still love there. Even Romans, he's, he's reached out to me. So, you know, they're under a, a whole other world. They're not, they're not in the world that I'm in, but, you know, like, at least, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> well, what world are you in now? So now I'm more like in, in the festivals and like, like I like music culture. Right. So, you know, I have my, my, one of the events that I, that, that, that's our flagship event, Rakastella, we do during our Basel, which is like, to me, it's like my, one of my favorite things that we do. We, you know, we, we make some really incredible stuff happen, like bringing in like, like really well curated uh, lineups, it's not just like bringing the headliners. Like last year, last year we had like 7,500 people come and it was like a 60% female lineup. Like not people like, but like only like two people you probably heard like real big names. It was like, just like, you know, people are coming out because the festival is respected for making music. And that's mm-hmm. always been what I wanted to do. I want to like elevate the culture, make Miami like known, like not as a cheesy ass, you know, <laughs> you know, place to get bling blinged out, you know, but like there's, 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 there's real deep culture in here everywhere, you know? Right. So I went to the one before the pandemic and she was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't thing. explain anything but that it was the craziest thing I've ever been to. <laughs> it was great. It's just an experience, right? It was a yeah, man. You know, like we we, we 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 really push boundaries of like what we can we're allowed to do. We we work, we have to work hardcore with the city. Like last year, we had a, a crazy thing go down. They didn't let me open for like four hours. So like I, I had to like come out to like two thousand people waiting to get inside that were waiting for like an hour. And I'm just like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, literally I just I apologized to everyone. I said, I'm working my ass off, you know, we're working our ass off to get, get you in here. Like, please, like, you know, and like afterwards we did that. Everyone, at the end, like, cause I did that and we gave everybody water, you know, we did something nice for everybody, some beers. And at the end, people were walking in, they were like, oh, you're the guy, hey, thank you for saying that. We just wanted to know that you guys were listening to, you know, people <laughs> just wanted to be heard, you know? Yeah. So it was dope, and like that. I mean, like I'm getting emotional about it right now. It was it was a beautiful feeling, man, to like have like so many people like come to like thank you, hey, we we appreciate you. We know that the city was working, like the city was just like every little detail was like no, can't open, you can't open, you can't open. Two thousand people outside waiting to get inside for like two hours, man. It was it was really crazy, but um, we have that. Then I as a as I have my own agency, Minimax. So that's what I've been doing the most. And with Minimax, we're hired by festivals, we're hired right. by different brands, you know. So right now, like over. Like usually we, we would be higher for like WMC, but we've, we've just our focus uh, this year. And we're like, you know what? WMC is going to be so much competition. There's certain people that are just like really leading the market. Like we don't want to be in the rat race anymore. So we started looking towards the next week, which was like crypto week. Mm-hmm. And we got an amazing client. Uh, There's guys from, uh, they're from all over the country and we went from London, but uh, they, they're, they do this thing called Rare Vibes AV Club. And it's like a dope party with like Diplo, Bass Jackers, um, a track, you know, really good, good, good lineup of artists, and they did, we did like an NFT gallery for them. So like they hired us to do like the production, like set up the the, the technology for the for the gallery, uh, the decor of the event, the staging, the production, the music, and we ran the bars and we ran the doors, all operations like complete top to bottom, like you know white glove service for the, for, for for a client that just wanted to come to Miami, 
have an amazing events because they were just hosting tons of like sponsors and stuff like that which there's so much money in that crypto world right yeah, so much money is like not even a joke man even now with it crashing those guys have made it so much money that like they don't even care about this crash it's nothing um how does someone like like you just said like the crypto like how do they know oh yeah like richie's the guy i need to talk to to do so we do this. we do really good seo so like i i put my like right now you look for you know marketing agency miami i'm the first one you find minimax uh event agency number one like, fact you know, check <laughs> search, search. <laughs> do it production production agency in no, miami. I said event agency event miami. agency in miami <laughs> <laughs> not agenda <laughs> Not ads. Forget the ads. Mm-hmm. Even though we're right there, but it'll be after the ad. Oh, they came out. But look, look, go, go to the go to the actual land listings. There. Let's see. Oh, they took me number three right now. You're yeah. the third. Damn. All right, you're up there though. But I'm on the top page. Three, three is really impressive. Yeah. yeah what about beep and beep? <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna give them a shine. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we do. You know, we work with a lot of different clients, creating like experiential activations. You know, helping them come up with the campaigns. We're we're talking right now with a big film festival that's going to start here in Miami. Well, that's start. They've been going on, but they want to like kind of like. Well, we were just talking about this before you got here. That like, there's so many like Miami can make a week or a thing out of anything. Oh man, like it's gonna keep going because it's just like right now it's a uh, it's like the only place to go to for events is Miami. Right. It's Even November, the- like I was talking to you earlier, November is going to be the, the psychedelic uh, month. What a week? So we're gonna have like a, a psychedelic festival happening called Wonderland. But you can take psychedelics. It's not about taking them. <laughs> it's about the theory. It's, it's about the theory. It's about of... the medical medical <laughs> use of them. Okay. But they're talking about every teaching. drug. It's not even like not even just like mushrooms or anything. It's like mushrooms, like ketamine, mm-hmm. um, MDMA, everything like how like, you could use it in, oh, in different wow. uh, medical practices. So it's it's you know it's, it's the future, man. I mean, marijuana is legalized pretty much everywhere. That's the next. That's the next thing. You, you think there's going to be, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there will be, but like there's going to be, a, a, I guess not nightlife, but some something that revolves around marijuana solely, like in Miami eventually. I mean, I think Miami, Florida's just the laws here are hard, you know, because I mean, I, I have friends that are in, in Denver and they have like an amazing thing going on there. But even there, the laws there, like because now there's these things called smoking lounges, but you can't drink alcohol. Right. Even though, like in Miami, how many how many times you right. had a beer and smoked a joint? It's normal, you know. Um, so it's a, it's like, but you can't do it because of the old laws there. So here, the, all the I mean, look, we know we don't look at the laws already. I mean, even right now, you you get you get weed in a, in a dispensary. It's it's weak weaker weed because of the laws we have here. But if you get the oil, it's strong because they don't know how, they don't have any ways of measuring. I their- told people that yo, if <laughs> if if it was recreational Miami, it would be. Like way worse. I mean, it would be bad compared to now. It's good because bro, now I feel like you can smoke anywhere. Nobody says anything. Like there would be laws applied if it was recreation. You know what I'm saying? We're Miami though. That's why we see it that way. But like you understand, it's not about the Miami laws. The Florida law. Florida. That's what I'm saying. Florida is not like that. Yeah, Florida. Florida. You're saying like Florida's red. It already happened. So why make it a thing? I mean, for me, as a Miami guy, I'm like just you know. Exactly. Don't matter. Yeah. I'm good. And I feel, I feel like I've never had an issue. Yeah, I feel like almost me. every venue, like like every, outside like, venues, yeah. are like yeah. Remember the first times? The first time I ever went to to Winwood, I, I went went to Winwood. Right? I remember my parents to Winwood, and I'm like, man, you know, like just people are gonna be funky. You know, this is when it was hipster. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be funky. You're gonna smell weird things. It's all good. Everyone's nice. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Wood. We're inside. I got her like a craft beer. She's like, oh man, it's so cool. And then like, she's like. That guy right there's smoking weed. I'm like, all oh, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're we just see the cloud of it. And they're like, damn. Like, my, mom, my mom at that point, she's like, man, like, you know, she thought it was like a dangerous thing. And they go, and, oh, it's like, I mean, there's cops right outside. They're not saying anything. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a different so thing here, you know? Interesting how that works. But like, like yeah. even in Cali, even in Cali, you smoke outside, even though it's legal, it's like a, a weird thing sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you you can't can. really be doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm the first time I ever went, I thought it was like that. So I sparked yeah, yeah. up and they're like, yo, 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 chill. Yeah, right. yeah, it's so weird over there. Over there, they're like, that's what I'm saying. Here, Even in Detroit, say that too. I mean, uh, in in Denver, like that too. Like it's not. It, that's what I'm saying. That's here. funny. I went to Denver and I f- and I had joints and I was just like, I, I, let me just smoke it inside. Yo, if you smoke, yeah. bro, people people think that you're like, yeah, it's like a, it's, it's such a so weird thing. Weird. It's polarized. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying here. Here and in, here for like the last twenty years, I've been sparking up wherever the fuck I that's want. That's what I'm saying here. Like, it, forever, ever, man. Like it's been like I mean, I just walking around the sidewalk and I'm doing it like normal, like. 
Like, I remember I used to have a, remember, you, you ever see my office that was in front of Mansion? This is when I worked for the creator complex. So it was, we, we I was literally like, uh, you remember where Head Candy was? Remember that club? Yeah. So I had the office right above that. So we had the office and, you know, I would like, you know, for the middle of the day, I would be working. I would go to the back and there's a garage there. And then right next to the garage, it's a place. This is the one where that they turned it into like a pool pool spot, remember? And it was like, oh, lucky, lucky, whatever. Oh, yeah. I forgot the name of the that. The ping pong thing. Yeah. 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 In front, uh, right next to the That Mexican, was head candy. The yeah. Mexican spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Peppers. Peppers. It's <laughs> a fire spot. Yo, Peppers. <laughs> yo, fire me, at like yo, fire in the morning, boom. One time, uh, <laughs> Richie was like, yo, they have like this horseradish sauce or whatever. Yeah. So we played a prank on our boy Pablo. <laughs> Without knowing that he has like really bad acid oh, reflux, right. and he oh was like, "Yo, God, I felt so bad." The worst. Yo, peppers had the fire tortilla soup. They had the best bro. late tortilla night soup. I never had that there, bro. It was like a, it was so thick. Pause. Like it was your steak burrito, man. It was so good. Bro, they, had the, they had everything that was good. They used to have those late night spots there. But yeah, to finish my story, I would Dang. go to the back of my office to smoke, and like it was literally right next to the, to the cop station. So oh. there, cops walking by, and he's just like, what are "You doing?" And I'm like. <laughs> my break you know like you know this is a smoking a joint here he goes you can't do that somewhere else like that's what he did like, instinct wasn't like you're in trouble you're arrested like you can't do somewhere else I'm like i'll put it out boom boom right, yeah i go. feel like that's a, it's it's more of the principle like like yo you're not gonna get in trouble but like yeah, be smart on, about it be discreet on. about it yeah you know? not in front of cops <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy what if and when that ever happens that it becomes recreational there's gonna be so many like things for miami around that and like festivals and parties. I mean, already. I mean, yeah, there's already a ton of already things. Like, yeah, a but ton of things. Ton of things. Even illegal. Like, I mean, not known. Like, yeah, Marley you know, Fest is here. Right. That's, that's been here the since biggest I was a one, kid. Yeah. Yeah. And all they do is smoke there in front of cops. The first time I ever saw someone <laughs> smoking in front of a cop was at Marley, Marley Fest. Fest yeah. yeah. Damn, I want to go in here. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That was the first time I ever got high, not because I smoked. Everyone was smoking. Yeah. Secondhand high. Just natural contact high. So they get they get you out. No, yeah. it didn't ease me into it. I, I told this girl I shit my pants that day. Legit. I got too high and shit my pants. <laughs> First time. How but old it, were you? I was in ninth grade. Oof, you were young, man. Shoot. Yeah. That's like right, 14, 15. I think it's 15. That's how old. Yeah, 15. I mean, everyone shit their pants once, right? That right. was definitely not the last oh, time. Man. <laughs> it's gonna happen. No, man. It's gonna happen. You got any? Bro. You got any stories like from back then? Wild stories? Yeah, crazy. I don't shoot my pants though, but uh, no. Nah, nah. But like you know, old like opium, old mansion, opium group behind, or even uh, original, even wars, wars. I'm sure you went to Warsaw and all those spots back then too. <clears throat> I mean, so back then there was a really cool after hours. Like the first one was well, not really the first one. It was Kit Kat. And it was the mix. You can see remember the mix. Mm -hmm. And it was a place where you would go there at 4 a.m. That's when it opened. No alcohol served. And it was just like, just back then they didn't even have Red Bull. Or they had it, but I didn't even hear about it. It was called Balls. You got to have Balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was a drink. So I remember one, I would right? go there. Well, first of all, you know, this is back when ecstasy was around. So everyone would take their ecstasy to go into this thing. So you'd be in line and like you're just seeing everybody <laughs> just already like two hours into it. Like, dude, like, wait till you go inside. <laughs> And and sure enough, when I'm there, and like I look around, there's my cousin. He's right there with me, and he's older than me, like four years older than me. He's, he's blowing up, so I'm gonna have to have a talk with him. And whatever, you know, it is what it is. You know, you, you meet your cousin. You know, now he knows I'm. You know, now we're both cool. And we, you know, we go party. And I don't know where Fat Joe comes in. This is when this is when Big Punisher was around. This is mm -hmm. only Big Punisher, not Fat Joe. Like Fat, mm -hmm. Fat Joe was like the guy. He was, you know. His other big his friend. His hype man. Yeah. And he comes in, like, you know, with his like, girl already. He wanted to go in a party. And they kind of skips the line. And it just, this, like, homeless guy comes like, oh, man, you're Fat Joe. You're Fat Joe. Oh, man. Oh, I love you, man. You're Fat Joe. You're a big publisher. Blah, blah. So we're like, oh, shoot. That shit is, that's a Fat Joe guy. Wow, cool. And they look at the guy. They look at the bum. And they're like, you can't come in here. <laughs> the, the night Fat Joe, like, you, this is probably the wrong, the wrong crowd we're attracting you. If you're freaking homeless people over here to hype you up. <laughs> so that was, the first, so that was the first time I ever saw that. That was that. Was that. And then a, a, another funny story. So me, since I've never been a hip hop guy, you know, I like hip hop, but I'm not like, I'm just like not, you know, I'm more, I'm more into house music. I like weird, funky, other shit. And my friend did a party called the Four Elements of Hip Hop. It was in Miami Lakes. And 
it was uh like every it was on Wednesdays. There's this place called G's in in, in Miami mm-hmm. Lakes, and it was like four elements of hip hop. So they they were this is Gustos, when, Gustos, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is when this is when like Eight Mile had just become cool. Oh. So people were like doing battle freestyle battles. Oh. We had some. We had a guy that was badass. His name was Mom Spaghetti. I gotta remember his name. Man. He was so good. Uh, uh, recognize? Re- he used to come out there. Recognize? Well, well recognize. Yeah, yeah. He used to come out that there. Yeah. yeah, well, he's he in. He's, he's a meeting. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is when he first got. I mean, he would literally come out because it was like a competition, and he would come out just knowing he was gonna kill him. He was like on MTV. That. He did. That yeah, he MTV won that battle. He won so, the battle. So they had that. They had dancing, break, uh, popping, and break, break dancing. They had graffiti, and I forgot what else. Other hip hop. And I was the doorman. So my friend's like, oh, you do the door because like no one knows you. No one's going to, you're not going to get, get get anybody in or because they're a friend. No tech of course, I was hard as hell the door. But mind you, this is a $5 to get in. Mm-hmm. Event. <laughs> so I would be just chilling. And I remember what this guy comes in, you know, short kind of guy and with a beautiful, I mean, I, I'm talking about like supermodel girl. And he comes in and he's like, hey, man, can I get inside? And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, five bucks. And he goes, oh, really, man? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, it's five bucks if you want. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get your girlfriend for free, you know. Oh man, for real? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, "Yo, you're fucking crazy. What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, well, "Yeah, it's five bucks." And he gets up, he goes, and he goes to his car and leaves. Like, you know that was? I'm like, who was Pitbull? Wow! <laughs> like, I had no idea it was Pitbull. <laughs> no fucking way! I remember when he told me this. <laughs> Five dollars, man. Because this is before he was like blowing up. This is when he was like doing the remixes on the, the part of his radio. Three hundred five. I disrespect. This is before he was. Man, turn him down. This is. Yeah, he was wasn't Mister Three Hundred Five. Damn it, yeah, man. Yeah, not in the title yeah. yet. <laughs> now I know. It was, it was Pitbull. It wasn't even Pit back then. It was Pitbull. This was before Oye. Oh, yeah. It was like mixed Wow. Man. I wasn't sure with that impersonation. Yeah, I, was, like, I was hoping I the accent would come out. I thought it was Lil Wayne. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> I was trying to look Kubanasso. <laughs> I can imagine him being like, damn, dog. And he was, was literally like, upset. Like, looking at the people like, is this guy serious? I thought I was doing it and this dude was charging me five bucks. Try me in front of my chick. I mean, he did his job. The job that they told me. He was probably out there trying to like network and like be in the scene and shit. I mean, like, he was probably trying to support recognize. He was probably a host. That's probably, bro, that's probably what made him. came out to see his competition. Hey, you're the reason. He was, he, was a, he was a really dope, you know, like he was a battle rapper too, a little bit, you know. Like, hey, you're the reason why he stopped doing rap, bro. Like, wow. you, you turn <laughs> him down, and from there on, like, oh, I, got, I gotta be into the house music shit or else. He's like, yo, like, I turn me down, man. He fucking started. I never know that I'm in now. He started making dance music after you denied him. Oh, that's it. Everything was like, like, the Dolly remix. Everything, He's like, the bro. dance music guy turned me down at the rap club. No more rap for me. <laughs> so, I mean, but he probably owes you That's his, probably why he wanted to be Mr. Worldwide. So make sure I would his entire career is probably owed to you. Old to Richie. No. But, but a lot of people owe him a career. No, but really, imagine. I'm a catalyst. He, imagine he would have gone in that day. Maybe he would have, his fucking whole life trajectory would have changed, dude. He would have got into a rap battle. He would have got into a scrap. He Imagine Recognize would have like beat him in, in the rap mm-hmm. and it would have been a whole different thing. Like I saved him. Wow, dude. Damn. Recognize would have been, <laughs> nah, I can't Mr. picture him making. <laughs> you imagine him being Mr. Worldwide? <laughs> nah. Damn, dude, that's funny. That's story. funny, man. That's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, those are two good stories. I, mean, I, I, I probably have more, but I gotta, gotta think about them. Yeah, they're in the vault. Yeah. Well, but, uh, my bad. Go ahead, go um, ahead. Out of like all the DJs you've worked with, big and local, whatever, like who are some of your like favorites? Who, who have done, who maybe like done the best event for you, like or like were just like super easy to work with? Or surprised you, yeah. yeah. But good or bad? I mean, uh, we can believe whoever out too. So. Huh? You can believe if it's a bad one, we can believe. No, no. I mean, I have. I mean, as far as working with. I mean, I always, I actually really always liked working with, with Paul. Me and him did a bunch of like fun stuff together. A bunch of stuff, so yeah. It was kind of cool to collaborate with him because, you know, he kind of like looked at me as like someone that had a different perspective on things. So we would always kind of make cool stuff. But Real quick, I, sorry, run, fun fact for people that don't care. Uh, <laughs> I do pop ups, food pop ups because of Richie. He's the one that reached out to me. He's like, yo, man, you like doing food? Hit up Kaz, hit up somebody to DJ, and we do a battle. The barbecue first one battle. was at his spot, this right? This was at TSL, TSL, which is now... It wasn't my spot. It was like... I, that's where you were... I remember. It was where Patio... Yeah, Patio. Yeah, Patio. Yeah. Whatever. Where Patio is going to be. social lubricant. Right. The social you know, and lubricant. ever since then, I was like, you know, this is a good idea. Do something different. Yeah, we did that one with... Uh, what's his name? Pico. Pico, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's all right. And then really cool guys. Seth Troxter, hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, you know, he surprised me how smart he was and like how like down to earth he was as a guy. Uh, 
you know, I wish I would have worked with him more. Although we had him at Rakasada, that was cool to have him there. Uh, tennis, dude, tennis is a good friend of mine. That's the guy that does the pizza pop ups, right? He's done pizza pop ups as well. While he yeah. DJs? Not yeah. really pop ups, he's like done like things. Opens where he up cooks. a pizza shop or something like that? I don't know if he opened a pizza shop, but I, there was an event in New York where he did pizza for like a comp- contest they, had, they did there at the, at the Brooklyn Mirage. <clears throat> but um, it's cool to work with him and Dixon. Uh, Dixon, funny enough, last year for Rockstella, he came to. We, we had a lot of. We were doing this thing, uh, this thing that he does, has called the. Um, oh man, I'm. Uh, chemist, maybe I can't remember it. It's a, it's like a virtual reality thing that he, that he has. I'll remember it now in a second. Uh, Transport there now. And all these pieces came and delivered to my warehouse. So our warehouse is in Hialeah. So he came out there. And, you know, this guy is, you know, Berlin designer shirts all day. You know, you can tell he works with like, he's friends with the, the owner of Art Basel. This guy is connected and he's a, he's a very well-respected worldly guy. He comes to meet us at Hialeah. <laughs> and the guys that are there helping us out are, are like, oh, you know, we're hungry. I'm like, well, you want to just go get something to eat? I'm like, I'm going to take you to this real, you know, Cuban style kind of place. So I went to this place. It's called El Mejor Tamal de, Mi- de Miami. Mm-hmm. So it's just a tamale place, but they make like they have like a fire like completa like you pick this pick that make your plate so i'm like let's get some tamales let's get that so i don't know where they're like oh um dixon's gonna come meet us here <laughs> come. Like, this is a hole in the wall like flies flying around kind of thing like it's like <laughs> real deal you know this is what people locals eat and he comes back by there and he's like oh man this is great eats the food goes back to my warehouse we all eat it together and i have flies in my warehouse because like, we had the, the, the gates open because like we, you know we're, we're like right next to a, a garbage zone so when we open the gates to like let things in flies mm-hmm. come in man this guy was just so cool chilling like didn't seem like it was bothered by anything was like happy i'm like oh you gotta eat it with the hot sauce you do this and that's eating out of that so he was a pretty cool guy um so the, you know ten i'm glad i work with tennis and and, and dixon on that because they're, they're, they're definitely not what you expect as far as like people you know and then other than that I have like two best friends to be together, like Mike that like they're awesome man like you know they when they coming here these guys believed in them a lot I like them already that's kind of almost how we connected a little bit yeah because like oh you know we're friends with him and we, we went and hung out at, at the Gansevoort I think it was mm-hmm. for a pool the, the, party they were just they were just these guys hanging out with us in the crowd partying with us saying like you know we want to be up there too soon mm-hmm. and I'm like I believe you man I believe you guys like I love your music I'm gonna bring you to mansion I helped them get get the mansion because all the, all of us helped together and we got them to, to book a mansion and they're like. I don't know why that Miami like they would do well, but it was never like a full home thing. run. But then they they blew up then everywhere they in the world. Becoming the number one DJs in the world. Number yeah. one DJs in the world, like everywhere in the but world. You guys they, were like early on, like yeah, yeah we're boys. Like bro, it's, he, they, it was, was it was wild. Um, I used to check. I forgot what website this was. It wasn't one hundred thousand track lists, but it was like a website that shows you uh, house DJs and their sets. And me and my boy Pedro, who ended up being uh, Henrik's, uh, he we listened to a set. And it was so good, I had to just look for him. Dimitri Vegas. I didn't know, like, my. Yeah. I looked for uh, Dimitri Vegas on every social media app, whatever, found an email. Like, yo, man, I want to have you on my radio show. I made one up. He sent us a mix. We started a radio show. <laughs> and then. That's how you do it. Scuba was like, yo, who are, who are those DJs that you had on your show? Uh, we told them what it was. They're like, yo, if you can get them to come down here, we'll book them at Nocturnal. Nocturnal, yeah. And that's how it started. We booked them at Nocturnal. Whack-ass show. They still fucking killed it. Like, if it was a million people there. Yeah. And we became, like, so tight. They would just, every time they would come to town, we would pick them up, yeah. take them to the hotel. We met all their management. And that was when I introduced them to Richie. Yeah. That was that was a free party. That was a free party. In yeah. the back of the Gansevoort, in yeah. that little strip. It was dope. And I remember it was it was, it was a, like a Red Bull. Beat port. I think it was Beat It was a Beat Port party. Yeah. And I remember they had like Swedish House Mafia was Swedish the Mafia, headliner. Afrojack. I mean, all the big guys were. were and they were time. with us. Fucking. They bought like their management bought bottles. They told all of our yeah. friends to hang out with them. They ended up becoming friends with like Shades. Is, Shades is still to this day. Like, he's still friends. Mike's. Yeah. Now he got hired by Mike. I yeah. heard so. He got hired by him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, and you guys. Those are cool them, people. Like, to, no social media. No nothing. No nothing, man. Music. Yeah, through music like man that's the thing for me it's cool because i got to see it when it was like before social media dj was blow up up, to like now how it's like yeah sometimes it catches me out of nowhere i'm not i'm not really on tiktok so (laughs) anything that blows up on tiktok i have no idea what it is you know and like it happens more and more and more like i remember when i was like because you know also like back then like i was more into edm but then my interest started going more towards like you know like just house techno just like not not commercial you know like not just playing hits and pop music um 
that's where my, my focus started going. And like at that time, I stopped paying it. You know, I, I you know I had I would always have my eye on the ball. Like, what's what's gonna be the best best guy, best best new guy? And I remember like, Carnage comes out. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck's Carnage? Like, I didn't hear about it. They had this whole thing called the 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 Chalupa He had all these things already. Like, he had such a, a mass appeal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, didn't even didn't even see him. You know, and then you know he blew up, and I he just canceled his his, his Car- Carnage alias. Now, so now he's Gordo. Now he's just Gordo, Latin tech house guy. Yeah. So now he's moved to the Latin tech house. He was always doing tech house like yeah. for like the past couple of years, but now he just changed fully. I think there was like a bad stigma with the Carnage name anyway. Probably, People yeah. didn't like him. Like it was like a big half the half the fans liked him, and then there were just fans that he had that would just talk shit to him. Mm. Like it was, I don't know why, but he wasn't really like the most likable guy back then. You could mark that down though, because I know <laughs> <laughs> that name is a little aggressive. It is, but the music was aggressive. The trap yeah, shit yeah, was, was super. Aggressive. It was very like, dubstepy, right? right, right, right. It was like a and then hard, the hardcore shit. And then, I mean, he, he did everything. Like it was very aggressive. You know? Yeah, and he would scream like "fuck you" like on the mic and shit. Like wow. he was. Very, I, never saw so I, I remember one time, Fresco was closing for him, so I go Fresco. to Grand Central with Fresco. Everybody, we're there. Carnage kills it. Fresco puts in his USB, and I think Carnage swipes it. Cause he thought it was his and leaves fresco's music is gone and he's freaking out he's like fuck i don't know what to do and i was like i got mine and the manager of the of grand Central was like yeah just plug in and play for him till we find his usb i ended up closing the night and i killed it i wasn't even supposed to play wow. and then the next day was like the whole yo paulie stole fresco's uh thumb drive so he can close <laughs> yeah. i was like the damn. headlines all over yeah i was like damn i had a night like that happened at control i never heard of that Shoot. Remember, remember, um, what's his name? Renato Lopez. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Man, I think it was his dream to play for. I believe it was Digweed, John Digweed. It was his dream to play for John Digweed. Dream to play for John Digweed. I'm like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you the spot. Get you the spot. He comes in with like external USBs, tractor controllers, like everything, like ready to go. Like plugs Paul it in, Nigel. starts playing, and like the crowd's going. It's a good crowd. It's you know it was a big night, full room, and just broop, thing crashes, mm. and he's just like, "Oh, what do I do?" Real slow to buy, like freaking out, and sushi. Oh, the manager comes in. You guys already know. <laughs> of course, she's just like, "What the fuck are you doing? You get the fuck off my stage!" To the guy, and she just looks at me. She goes, "Do you have your music?" I had my music luckily and I put it in there and I had to like, take it right. on and again. That like, shit is heartbreaking. It was like I felt so bad for the guy, but it was like the crowd was just like happy that someone yeah. got on and like I just right, you know, you black out, you, you get to the end of it, like what? It was an amazing show. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. Everyone was like, You're great. Wow. That's that was so cool. I didn't even, you know, I wasn't even prepared for that, man. I just felt so bad for the guy the whole time. Like, damn, man. It was his dream to be there and that happened like you know, like never again he's gonna have a chance at that, that, that. <laughs> I don't think he's not even DJing but... anymore right that was his last yeah, time I, mean, I really feel like he <laughs> damn that was his last make or break careers <laughs> really <laughs> broke one it ain't easy man <laughs> I've had like the best times like especially during WMC with my stuff on me where I just walked by a mansion a couple times because I know that uh Devel would be like yo come over here Hardwell needs a closer that happened to, to me a lot wow yeah, when you're on the, we, I mean, we would go out with our the laptop bags. in the in the, ready. In the trunk, just just ready. ready. <laughs> Stay out till like two forty five because you're already new. I like, might okay. close. This is the right time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I might close. That's crazy, bro. I remember texting I remember like you. chicks or like or no, nah, I can't right now. Friends, I might close. Like, yeah. I, like I'm not even gonna. I'm not scheduled. I'm like, nah, I can't leave. Like I might play. <laughs> <laughs> I might play. Yeah. <laughs> so 355, many times. I'm like, nah, I might play. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once and like. Like at four thirty, something happened and I had to play. And then for Roman and his friends, oh yeah, and he started yeah. asking me. I wasn't playing hip hop then; it was just house. Then he started asking me for like we made it and shit like that. And I'm like, oh fuck, I don't got none of this. Let me. Uh, I remember my home, my homegirl Barbie was a waitress. I was like, yo, get him shit face or like get him so like busy that he's gonna forget. All right. So I wouldn't get fired, and he didn't remember. But I was like, oh, thank God, bro. <laughs> yeah, those sets were the hardest. When they would come to you and tell you this is what I want. It's just you them. better stop the music and play. Set, I remember that shit had said like multiple times, and just, that's, that's I mean, I imagine the same thing. Like, and then you end up playing the same five songs over mm-hmm. and over, dog. Bro, that's where I really hated the job. It got I, that. I remember, like, we brought like Tom Novi one time. That as a kid, I used to look up Tom Novi. Mm-hmm. 
and he plays and like, like they oh, don't like this him. guy gets up he's like you have to play a hip-hop song so this guy's about to spend a hundred thousand dollars for hip-hop and i'm like i get it make money right. i get it but there's like again like respect to the culture you know like that's that's what i thought was like whack you know Whatever the closer I gotta do, the closer you're gonna do. You, you, you have, that's again. That, that's why it's like yeah. That's why the have, whole you know? bottle service thing happened. When it took it, over, yeah. yeah. The theme song thing also that oh fucked with me one time. Like, um, one of my last times headlining Mansion, um, I don't remember what day it was, but I remember it was like a Russian, like these Russian dudes were there and they made me play the Russian anthem like 14 times, bro. <laughs> yeah. And the first time was great. Everyone thought it was like a, gonna be some Tech House remix because uh, yeah, I mixed it in. I, and then after the fourteenth time, everyone in the crowd was like, "Yo, really?" Yeah, it's probably the worst, like the stale phase mm-hmm. of when they hear fucking whatever hot song. Or no, whatever. and then you have friends that are like, "Yo, are you good? Like, what are you doing?" It's like, <laughs> "Yo, Yo, you're not a good DJ. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you played this already, right?" Yeah, it's like, "All right, bro." Uh, yeah, you don't understand. It's not <laughs> you don't understand. But damn, where do you see Miami going? Like, where do you see? Oh man, it's a tough one right now because it's changing. You know, it's gentrification right now. Yeah. So you know, even right now, how you see, you know, you guys that are a lot in in the Wynwood area and stuff like that, you guys see how it was ten years ago, where it was like, you know, the the real Miami people were going there. Yeah. You know? Now it's just like, pretty much everything's very cookie cutter. You know reggaeton everywhere or just like you know it's the same music and you know it's kind of like what south beach south beach was, happened you yeah. know and it's like that same thing's happening right now and then now the problem is that now you have so many people coming from out of town that it's new to them so like as miami the Miami people that live here are gonna like be upset about it because it's like oh man it's, it's, it's getting whack it's getting cheesy they're gonna see it but it's gonna survive so like it's gonna push people out so locals are just gonna be i don't know i think it's gonna be a very transitional time where like the, what, what, we, what we know as miami people are right now it's not going to be the same for a long time yeah i, feel I like mean, I, I think we're already there because like, i think post pandemic and we've talked about this like post pandemic you know think about a year year something almost two years that like people that were going out pre-pandemic or people that turned 21 or people that like started going out or started partying or have never partied like i feel like the local scene is is very not there here just become such a new like the people that you're saying the new people plus the tourists and then like the locals go out like occasionally or like yeah. dinners and shit or like i don't know like but i'm also not tapped into like the 21 year olds like, that's another thing the 21 year olds doing are, are gonna you know that's a whole other world because yeah. those aren't those aren't the real estate people they're coming and buying those right 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 but i'm saying but like in the general like general nightlife people i, I just feel like it's so many tourists like it's so many like or, or I don't know, like, I don't feel like the locals that were, like, at Mansion 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like... They're fucking 50 now. No, 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 I'm saying <laughs> the equivalent. Thing, like, one, one I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the equivalent to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, one, the local is, party exactly. scene. One thing's like, getting old, but yeah, like... Like, that, like the 25-year-olds, let's say. Like, those crews like, are not there Like, anymore. where are they going right now? Like, I don't mm-hmm. even know. I mean... I think it's just a whole different like landscape. Like that, that South Beach thing is never gonna exist. Oh right, 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 right. Like in any other area. Like, but also, I mean, like, I mean, you guys might be closer uh, to like high school because maybe you have like brothers or or, or cousins. Like, is it are promoters in school in school still? I was just gonna ask, are there all age parties still? Yeah, I don't don't see that. My brother's twenty two, and he was never into any of that shit. Yeah, and he still have I have yet to run into him anywhere. I don't even. I don't. But I think I don't even think like the club culture, like the party culture, is not even like no. Now they want to. Now they want to. They either want to do like hiking. If if anything, for me, from what I noticed, he's doing the shit that I was doing at fifteen through 18 like hanging out with his friends in areas rather than clubs like they go to the beach yeah. and it's right. like what, what fuck around said, the like they they might have missed that like that party wasn't there Spartan. so they don't even know mm-hmm. yeah I mean, now like, and now like we look at social media what, what's uh what's gonna influence i mean like what do you see a lot of miami it's like you see space and people partying all day yeah. long daytime parties like right. that's becoming more and more space attractive. Park too. I you mean, know like, space is the only thing i see on on that's social media that social media like now. twitter especially that's huge yeah with like really young kids yeah. i can tell they're young and, and and it's attracting that next wave that they're already they're already they're already chiming but i mean the housing the housing the housing in miami and i had a i had a dj city call today and like everybody around the country said the house is like the boom but i mean i think in miami's it's always been but like lately more than ever in the kids scene like you said like like there's a lot of young djs um like what's this dude uh 
that Street works with, Nick Nick Leon. Nick Leon. Yeah. yeah. Like he has his following. Like a lot of these kids have their following and they have their shit. And, like mm-hmm. that's the only that's the closest thing to like, because even like I don't know like the Peach Fuzz guys or like guys that are doing those kind of parties like their people are older. Yeah. You know, like, I don't see that's the closest thing, like, that house scene. Like, the youngest crowd I've seen is Wharf. Yeah, but I, I don't even get to, I think I don't even consider I mean, that. I've even seen now the Rouge because they have, like, the college now on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So I get to see that crowd and they're like the 21s, you know? And yeah, it's, it's, but at the, they're, like, they're, the people that we would see, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So the people that we would see at the Wharf, like, I don't know, like, I don't see those people anywhere else. Yeah. Or, like, scattered, <laughs> like, maybe, like, but, bro, because these are, like, young. 22 to 24. Really? Which like they're old now. Kids. But are they like young professional kind of kids? Or no, they're, they're like, like uh, college, college, college and, and just got out, still on mommy's credit card. Yeah. Like, wow. And but I don't see them. Rickle I see them at the wharf. I don't see them anymore because they're 24 now. They graduated. Yeah. They're back in Wisconsin. Right, or right, right. They're back yeah. in New Jersey and shit. But I mean, the crowd now at the wharf is is some of those. But then not. It's not as. It's not how it was when the pandemic was, came fucking, back. I mean, bro, yeah, like come back year, year ago. No hell no. That was crazy. Um, damn, that's. I don't know where they go. Yeah, because they don't even go to like Flanagan's or something. That's like what that. I'm saying. They're in limbo it's, right now. It's so weird, right? I mean, I think, I think I'm sure there's a place that they go to, and we just don't know. Well, they're on the metaverse, you know. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's Do you a real think thing. about events in the metaverse? Have you? So I was like, I was, you know, I think like for for big brands, I think there's an opportunity there. Like, I mean, even like space. If it was me, I would I would have a metaverse for space. Like, I would even go in club and like. Have a recording where you're going in there and you're like experiencing because it just adds more to your desire to want to come. Uh, but they're a staple. They're like a you know it's a legendary name that's been around for twenty something years. You know, um, so I, I see that there's a there's a, a value. Is do I see it being like the next big thing? Especially like let's just say nightlife because that's what we all talk about. Nightlife's about in essence there's a cool factor to it. So if that's might not be what's cool to most people, that might be cool to a very niche group of people but not the mass amount of people you know right i think it could work just like how you said but i mean it's already been done where it can work it's just it's kind of to the extreme like do you guys remember when what's that game fortnite did travis yeah. scott yeah. travis scott concert yeah that's the metaverse that was metaverse yeah. yeah so it's been done i mean second life was around 10 years ago doing that kind of stuff too right. we we i think we did a online party once like we're i think we were djing some was it at your house I don't know. And you were streaming it? And we streamed it, and it was like a club room. Max Vangeli went in there. There was a bunch of things. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah? You were there? You guys are ahead of your time. <laughs> yeah, bro, you weren't even born, dog. Damn, we didn't get to talk about the best after hours in Miami. Oh, well, what's the best Beach? after hours? Richie Beach. <laughs> oh. This was uh, our after underground, party. Underground? I think that's when, I mean, that's, I, that's I, when I we people... first met. That's when I first met Paul. And he'd be like, oh, I'm going after hours. And, and then wasn't I was an picture. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. an after. No, 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 no. I mean, but you, I would see pictures of like the setup in your apartment mm-hmm. and like in the kitchen and shit. Yeah. yeah. And like I was kind of new to Miami. Yeah, we and cooked like, the beats, man. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, dog. I'm like, dead serious. I just remember being like, yo, these motherfuckers are serious because it would be like eight in the morning and like Miami, Paul would bro. be posting shit. Like, and I'm like, the thing is, we would start the night off. You know, like we, we were gonna go to mansion. You know, we had a big DJ. Mansions. Mansions and then cameos <laughs> and Louis. Um, and we would go to uh, opiums too. They would say that. Was crazy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we would go to my house, we would meet up, and it would be like, you know, me, Pa, Shades, and like 80 girls. And it would just be like, not really that much, but it was like a lot. <laughs> Damn, like 20 right, girls, yeah. like a lot. And it was like, we would do that because we wanted to get our nice table. We wanted mm-hmm. to be able to right. walk in, no problem. And then we would get there. You can't then, do that now. And then people can't. They can't do that anymore. And we would walk to the to to the uh, to to we'd all get in a cab or whatever, get to mansion, and then like another twenty people were meeting us there, mm-hmm. and it was just like boom, all right, Richard, okay, who are you, who are you with? Okay, whoever's whoever's last, and there's everyone will walk in. He's the last one. Boom, right to a table, two bottles, and that was the start of the night. And then mm-hmm. by that point, we would meet new people. People would leave, girls would leave, guys would come back, and then we would hang out with more people. And then at the end, it was like, what do we do next? And sometimes the DJ would come with us. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, we had a couple of DJs come with us. That's like a. And then we, I've taught a lot of people how to DJ on your. Yeah. A lot of girls. That whole like going out pre gaming this that that's like an art form, bro. It's like to pull it off. It sounds coordinate. so. It sounds so. But that's what I'm saying. You can't do it because like, even getting people to show up on time, like, I don't know, like you can't do that anymore. That was that was the power 
of, of, of Richie Beach. Of, yeah. Because like it was like you gotta come here. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah. Mind you, we you would get there. It would be like you know, obviously at first no one's there. Then like he would show up. Then ten. Then by you know, by the time it's time to leave, everyone's ready to go. Yeah. And yeah, people will be the last ones showing up. Those are the ones that meet us there. But I would tell them once I'm inside, I turn my phone off. I'm not yeah. coming out mm-hmm. to get you. Yeah, know. and you just get them accustomed to that. Yeah. Because we've turned down John, Cam, Pablo, a bunch of right. people that like yo, you're late. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll show up to the to the apartment the next time early. You know. Right. Yeah. But it's crazy when you think about like how the whole pregame and meeting people to then walk them in the door and shit. Like, yo, I can't even imagine like, like, or like scheduling. The you know, it was wild. Three though, hours like, before. Cause there would be like 30 time. people at Richie's. Not that many, but, and then we would have to call cabs cause their Uber didn't exist. Right. Yeah. And like, you didn't want to take your car from his there. Cause then you probably won't find parking. And some people don't make it from the pregame. During the busy weekends, we would call the cab. I don't know how many times still wouldn't, wouldn't show up. Like it was rough. It was rough. It was, it was rough, bro. It was chaotic, but we will make it happen. And then, like by by the time we were all in there, it was fun times. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. so much fun. Always like just it would it would fly. Like those nights would just go by like in a in a in a, in, in a blink of an eye, man. It really would. We use his place as like a buffer too. Like after a Saturday night at Mansion, we go there. We hit up Emmy. Like right, let's see how long it takes Emmy to answer, so we can yeah, go we to after sure hours. Make sure we're good on the list before we leave. <laughs> we chill at Richie's. We have some fun. Once Emmy goes, yo, you're good. Kind of tell people, uh, peace. Right, you go. <laughs> the nights were like 18 hours long. Oh man, yeah, no more. Or, I mean, I mean, my body still like wants it mm-hmm. <laughs> really, really. Like, I mean, I, I, I can go for hours, man. Like, I just can naturally. So, like, that's why now my whole thing now is gonna go on a hike. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a five day hike in Peru in, in like two nice. months. Like, I just need crazy adventures now because I want to, <laughs> yeah, like, I need more, you know, channel the energy. It's crazy, yeah, for real. No, it's, it's you. You shifted, and exactly, yeah, that shifted. <laughs> you could come back after you go to Peru and do ayahuasca, and let us know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let us know. Become one, one of my inner self. He's shaman. Well, was there any other questions you had for Richie? No. Barenchea. Barenchea. Barenne. Baren. Barenne. Barenen. No. Barenchea. There's only one in. Barenchea. Really? No, only mm-hmm. one in. All right, that's it. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> you tried. Be uh, but yo, plug your your socials, your event company, your media, whatever you want. People number one ranked mini max. Oh yeah, number so, three. You're looking for for uh, if you're looking for uh, events and marketing uh, help. You know, minimaxevents.com. Our Instagram's at minimaxevents. And then for me, it's Richie, R-I-C-H-Y. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> R-I-C-H-Y, Miami. I'm not Richie Rich. Uh, and that's uh, my Instagram. And if you want to find my website, it's richiecooks.com. That's a whole other discussion. Mm. <laughs> I like that. That's who I battled, Richie Cooks. And when's the next uh, Minimax event? So right now we're working on something for June. It's a camping experience that we're doing. So it's going to be an oh. all-day camping event with like, some, some really dope DJs uh, playing in a secret location in Homestead. Mm. And uh, yeah, we like doing cool stuff like that. You guys look, like, like doing a lot of secret location yeah. stuff. And then uh, right now we're we're in the works of, uh, when does this come out? Next week. We're about to launch uh, Rockastella. So that's coming. That's going to come up right now. Anyone that wants to like experience something really cool, different from anything that you, you're doing, you should check out Rockastella. That should change my whole perspective on what type of festival I want to go to ever. I would only probably ever go to that one again. Damn. I might have to go this year. That's a plug it's right a, there. It's a festival for, for adults. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not about the music only. It's it's more than that. You know, it's people that they know what they're doing. Everyone's helpful. Everyone's it's a big nice. ass community of people. Community, like instant community. Like you go there and like you feel, okay, everyone's cool here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to like hide or be weird. And like, there's weird people there and it's awesome. They're like the coolest people. So it's definitely something you guys should check out. Awesome, bro. Fire. Well, yo, thank you for stopping by. Appreciate, appreciate you guys it. Inviting me. My appreciate dog. it. My first podcast, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> Second. Except the, the secret one. That this one's not, coming it's not out, a secret. Though. It's In out. Vault. <laughs> this one's not secret. It'll be, it'll be the pre-episode for this one. Uh, there you go. A little, little B-roll out of it. Semi-radio. And we out. Peace. Peace.